everyone. You are here with us at the Hi-Fi Kids in Preschool Weekly Training Podcast. My name is Crystal. I'm Kayla. And I am Isaac, and today we are going to be jumping in with Hi-Fi and looking at how the gospel is present in every single week of Hi-Fi, because we know as children's ministry leaders that the gospel is the reason that we wake up in the morning. It is the reason Mm -hmm. that we spend all of this time, all of this energy. We don't do it just to give kids a place to be for an hour, an hour and a half on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night. The true reason that we do what we do is so that kids can understand the gospel, understand who God is, and understand that he has an amazing plan for their life. So today we Amen. want to dive a little bit more deeper into how the gospel really is present in every single week of Hi-Fi. Yeah, absolutely, Isaac. I think When we think about the gospel and how do we share the gospel with kids, particularly kids of this generation, of Generation Alpha, um, as we were doing research and and developing Hi-Fi, we asked ourselves the question, do we need to talk about the gospel differently? Um, Mm. And we we decided that we do. And I, I think it's an important question to ask, like, why? Why should we talk about the gospel differently? If you guys are familiar with Lifeway products or Lifeway Kids, um, if you've checked out anything on the Kidman 101 podcast or our blog, you know that we talk about the gospel often through um, a gospel God's plan for me kind of model. And so we talk about how God rules, we send, God provided, Jesus gives, and then we respond which is a fantastic way to talk about the gospel. And so while we love that model, as we were really challenging ourselves to think about the kids that we're ministering to and talking about Jesus with, do we need a different starting place? Um, And Mm. we decided that we do. And the reason why is because um, kids often are not starting in the same place. So when we think about Um, kids who, you know, if you want to talk about like, okay, God, God is the, the center and the, and the creator of everything. He's the boss of everything. He absolutely is. That truth is absolute. And kids may not want to, kids may not come into thinking about the gospel and where they, depending on where they are in their spiritual formation on their spiritual pathway of believing that God is real, Um, And so with kids, where we start is we've started with the three circles model. And the reason that we're doing this is because we want to engage kids with where they are, um, with what they are experiencing in their world right now and connect it back to who God is and then how it how it matters for their life. So with kids, we start in the three circles with I am broken. And so we're Mm. helping kids experience and understand and get to a a baseline foundation starting point of kids may not see or or recognize within themselves. I'm a sinner. I'm sinful. I do wrong things. They may actually come to to think I'm okay. Like I'm better than my friend over there who just slapped his neighbor. And so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm better than that. So surely I'm good. I'm a good person. I just may do some wrong things sometimes, but it's not that bad. Right. But what really resonates with kids is brokenness. They see their relationships are broken. They're, they're people in their lives who disappointment, who disappoint them. Their friends mm-hmm. disappoint them. Their families disappoint them. 
they can see the world around them and the brokenness there. And so then when we start there and we ask the question, well, why? Why, why, is, why do we have this brokenness? We can point back to God's original design, how we got into this world of brokenness and how Jesus makes it all new. And so mm-hmm. I think that's a, a really strong place to start with the kids that we're ministering to and talking to, to build some foundational and some, um, some relational aspects of, of where we are in our world um, and then point it to how God designed it differently and how it will one day be made new. For mm-hmm. sure. Kayla, that is such a great point. And I really want to highlight one of those. One thing that you said is talking about how we do not want to assume that every kid coming through our doors knows that God has a plan for their life. I think that is something mm-hmm. with the worldview that kids are growing up in. That is a huge mistake that we could make. And instead, we get to start with that starting point of, hey, these kids know that the world around them is broken. They see it every mm-hmm. single day. They hear it through news. They hear see it in their relationships. But we get to show them that God has that plan. God has a plan to make their life new, to make this world new. Mm. And we get to really dive in um, with that gospel message for these kids. And one thing that I'm also excited that where we are not assuming that these kids are even ready to talk about Jesus. And I think that really Mm -hmm. sometimes when kids come through the door and we say, hey, everyone open your Bible up to this book of the Bible and we're going to see how this applies to your life. Some of these kids don't even know or even think that God applies to them. He thinks that they're God's someone far away that doesn't affect their life at all. But Mm -hmm. instead, we want to make this personal for these kids. So we actually have these things called culture questions. So Crystal, I know you've been diving in with the small group material a lot um, as our editor. Mm -hmm. So would you mind just breaking down where do these culture questions fit in our resource? Absolutely. One of the things with Hi-Fi is that we want it to be really intentional in saying we don't want to teach the Bible just to teach the Bible, but we want to teach the Bible and share the gospel in a way that is relevant for these kids that are coming into our ministries that are on all sorts of journeys right now in life. And so what we started doing was really saying, what are kids nowadays asking? What are they feeling? What are they struggling with? Um, And we came up with all sorts of things like, uh, do I have to forgive somebody who is mean to me? Or do I have a free pass to be mean back to them? And other ones like, where is God when I feel, <laughs> I love when we came up with that one. <laughs> um, but honestly, to some that we know are, are much more, I would say, serious and transformative. Like, why am I the way that I am? Did God make a mistake when he made me? Uh, kids are really just struggling with hard things. And so every single week, every single session, we have one of these culture questions that we are trying to address Um, And not just address with some really nice Christian language, but we really want to address and say, this is what the Bible says. This is how the gospel is relevant to that thing that you're asking. So every single session, we have a question that we know kids today, Gen Alpha, are asking, and then we're able to answer it through a really clear gospel connection. Uh, We have it through our Bible stories. We actually, every single week in kids specifically, we have an option for you to share a gospel on ramp. So your, your leader from up front can share the gospel in a way that whether it's a kid hearing it for the first time or the 50th time, 
they're going to start to feel that tug on their hearts because we're really talking about this isn't for somebody else that's in a different stage of life. That isn't for somebody else in a different part of the world. This is for you and what you're struggling with and what you're wrestling with right now in your life. And so I love these culture questions and they're not we don't ask it to the kids like, so how many of you are feeling ugh? Or how many of you are feeling like you might be a mistake? We don't we don't put it there that overtly, but you will see hints to it in our um, the way that we treat our Bible stories um, and in our discovery based learning, which is another really important part that we have for helping kids to be able to connect with the gospel. Yeah, Crystal, I would say one of the things just to piggyback on what you're saying that's I think is so foundational and formative is we we're not making any assumptions, right? Like we're not mm-hmm. assuming when kids come in the room that they're ready to learn about God, that they want to learn about God, that they're here because they want to be there. And and we're not assuming necessarily that this is just for those kiddos that are new or that we don't have a, a strong relationship with yet that um, like I, I was thinking back to uh, the class that I teach at church and I, I teach some some younger kiddos and um, I had recently kids who one kid who is is a once every now then attender and one kid who is a, a fairly regular attender um, and both are, come from places in in their lives that they're just wrestling with a lot of hard stuff right now. And I asked my kids the question something along the lines of like what or explaining something along the lines of what I believe to be true about the Bible. I think I asked like, how do I know that I can believe this? Well, I believe it because I believe everything in here is from God. And I believe that God, you know, is the creator of everything. And they immediately both were like, well, I don't, I don't believe in God. I don't believe that. And, and, and they kind of picked up off of each other, partly to draw attention to themselves because they, they knew the atmosphere that they were in, um, but they're being taught some very different things in their lives mm-hmm. and hearing different things. And so I also I think that that's so important to this conversation because it it brings us as the leader back to a place of we're not making assumptions of what kids know, of what they believe, mm-hmm. of what they're being taught at home. Um, mm-hmm. And so every single opportunity that we have to connect with kids and to connect with their families um, we're wanting to make sure that the gospel is loud and clear, that that kids yeah. hear it. Um, and then it's not something that we say, well, everyone believes this to be true, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we're able to share what we believe to be true and why it's so transformative. That's yeah, that's such a real story that I know a lot of us have experienced either in a small group or even um, mm-hmm. just anywhere in our ministry of these kids pushing back and saying, hey, that's that's not what I believe. And we can't assume any of those things. And I really like how different elements of Hi-Fi are set up to help those kids not just be the person on the front saying, this is what you have to believe. This is what is true. But instead, sitting in a circle with these kids, asking them questions about their life, asking them about their experiences, building those relationships so that they can discover, so God can open their eyes for themselves and they can discover who they are, who God made them to be, Mm -hmm. and that they need Mm -hmm. that relationship with God. This isn't something that we can just shout louder and they'll understand, but instead this is something that we can help walk them through, help lead them so that God can lead them to the answer. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's so, that's so good, Isaac. And, um, you know, you've been, you've been a part of Hi-Fi since its infancy. Um, I would love for you to just kind of share with everybody uh, how we do that outside of the large group time, um, how we are giving kids that opportunity to really talk and ask questions and really feel like they can be themselves as we are sharing the gospel with them and they might have questions. Yeah. So one thing that I know that some leaders, when they first picked up Hi-Fi, they're seeing some of these activities at the beginning of the time. They're saying, wait, we don't have a gospel connection in this first activity. And they're so surprised by that. But that's intentional. This is a time where we are saying, hey, we want to first build relationships with the kids. We want to first invest time, get to know them as individuals, not just one big team or one big group of crazy kindergartners. We want to actually spend time and individually get to know these kids, these preschoolers, so that after large group, when we go back to our team time and we sit in a circle, we get to have a time where of discovery based learning. As we sit in a circle with all of these kids, we get to ask them questions about who they are, about how they feel. Mm -hmm. And as they have those conversations, as they answer these questions, we get to say, well, hey, have you ever made a mistake? Have you ever tried to hide a mistake? Well, today we're learning about Jonah. Did Jonah hide a mistake? Yes. Well, how did God treat him? Did he punish Jonah for that mistake? No, Mm -hmm. he forgave Jonah. What about the people of Nineveh? Did he punish them for their mistakes? No, he forgave them. So even when we try to hide our mistakes, even when we're not, we're ashamed of the things that we have done, well, God can still forgive us and we can tie it back into the lesson, back into that truth. But it starts with those kids just opening up, feeling comfortable, Mm -hmm. feeling secure, answering those questions, and then being able to discover almost for themselves with the leader who God made them to be. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I just want to toss out there. um, Sometimes we can be hesitant to allow kids to speak so freely because we don't want them to get off task and we don't want them to say something that's going to shock or or derail. But if you and if you didn't have a chance to listen to last week's podcast, when we really talked about building relationships and our outsider in strategy, we want this to be a safe place for kids to explore to discover and to express themselves. And so we might have a fourth grade boy that week after week, when we ask some of these deeper questions, gives just an off the wall answer. But as we allow them to just be themselves in that group, they're going to start to learn that this is a place where it's actually okay for me to be serious. It's actually okay for me to wrestle. It's okay for me to ask questions and leaders. It's okay for us to sometimes say, I don't know. Let's figure Mm. it out together. Or I don't know. I'm going to go home and I'm going to figure it out. And then next time I see you, hopefully I'll have a great answer. But we really, really know that these kids are going to connect with the gospel when they are able to be themselves, when when we can have just a, a culture and a place of authenticity, even with preschoolers. Like we have we have small talks with preschoolers and you guys all know that preschoolers can go off on a tangent like nobody else. But the more we allow kids to just talk and be themselves and ask these questions, they're going to start to want to listen as we share the gospel. 
and they're going to be real about where they're at. And then we get to be real in our answers about how the gospel addresses them and their situations and their identity. And it is amazing what can happen when we allow children the space to just talk and explore and discover together. That's so good, Crystal. And and just to, to kind of go a little bit deeper into something that you just said right there, um, one of the reasons that we are so passionate about using this three circles model of, of how we talk about the gospel with kids in context is one so that we, we stay in context of what they're learning and what they're talking about, mm-hmm. what's, what they're seeing in culture. But the other aspect of that is that we are really um, going a little bit deeper and helping kids understand the gospel doesn't just change what I do. Right. Mm -hmm. The gospel transforms my entire identity. And I think Mm -hmm. that is so informative um, and how we talk about the gospel, how we share the gospel um, how we ask questions about the gospel with our kids um, is that we really are wanting them to see and recognize like this isn't something that. I just, I pray this prayer or I do mm-hmm. this thing and then all of a sudden I'm a Christian. But like the the value and the depth of how trusting in Jesus changes our entire mm-hmm. identity, our motivations um, and our actions and our words and our thoughts and how, how when the Holy Spirit transforms us and changes us, um, mm-hmm. how that changes every aspect of who we are. And so that's that's one of the things that's really cool about using three circles is that we get to talk about um, our broken our identities and how we cannot fix ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's nothing that we do. It's nothing that we say. We can't clean ourselves up and, and present ourselves clean and shiny before God. Like God sees and knows everything about us and he sees our brokenness and yet he loves us and he comes after us and he pr- makes a way for us to be mm-hmm. made new. And so yeah. it's just such a powerful way to help kids understand um, the value of their identity because of who God says they are and the way that he made to change and transform their identities into who he always meant them to be. Wow, Kaylee, you are so right. I mean, uh, the gospel really is the forefront of all of our ministries. It is the reason that I would get up out of bed at 530 in the morning on a Sunday morning to get ready for church. It wasn't just for the fun of it. It was so that kids would hear the gospel. Um, So we want to equip you in the best way possible. So be sure to check out the toolbox um, through Hi-Fi. There are tons of training materials. There are training videos. There are PDFs that you can um, help equip your volunteers with. There are a lot of resources that we want to point you to, to help prepare how to teach these kids, how to continue these conversations, how to build relationships so that discipleship can happen. We want to make the gospel loud and clear through Hi-Fi so that kids can find their identity in Christ. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week uh, for Crystal, for Kayla. We are so excited for the first use of Hi-Fi coming up in just about a week. So we cannot (laughs) wait. So next week's episode is actually going to be diving deeper into the first month of Hi-Fi. We are going to zoom in on the truth I am known as we see that God loves us inside and out. All right. So we are going to be checking out the first truth of Hi-Fi next week. 
and talking a little bit about that. So we can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.